Yeah, we have lots of fun stuff for today. Oh, so Yay. many fun things planned around love and Valentine's Day and, and marriage. I hope you're ready for it because we do. We have a lot of good, a lot of good stuff today. So, how's how have you been? Good, enjoying this amazing weather we've been having here in North Carolina. Like, so amazing. My soul was crying a little bit today while I was out in the sun because this weekend it's going to be cold again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's actually going to... I wore shorts to work out today. It's crazy. It was nice. I mean, I was literally sitting in the sun reading during nap time today. So that's, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. Bliss. I'm pretty bliss. sure my forehead got like a little bit of color too. It was... Amazing. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um I was out and about this week. I was on the road a lot this week, which I always like because I get to I, I you know turn the radio up and um you guys saw that. We turned turn, <laughs> on turn it up Tuesday. Yep, turn it um, up. I I spent a lot of time singing really loud <laughs> in the car. <laughs> I think people drive, I am sure. Yeah. That people look into my car as I'm driving and driving and wonder what I'm doing. Oh my gosh. That's I'm, so funny. But it was beautiful, yeah. you know, and driving through the mountains. I try to cherish all those moments yeah. because, you know, you don't always get to see that kind of stuff. That's awesome. But I enjoy, I enjoy yeah. the weather too. The weather has been amazing. Yeah, it's been so great, but we'll have to prepare. So my husband and I, we were talking the other day, or just actually last night, we were saying, we're probably going to get some kind of crazy cold snap, so we better be prepared. Yeah, I know. I think it's going down to like 25 this weekend at some point, yeah. which is not fun. But, you know, we have to be grateful for <laughs> the weather when it happens. <laughs> Here we are being positive about it. Are you guys going to do anything special for Valentine's Day? So, you know, um, we really – so Rob, my husband's birthday is the 6th, so that's yeah. yesterday. Um, so yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we went to dinner as a family and, um, yeah, so we have birthday plans. We have a date planned for his birthday. We try not to do it the weekend of Valentine's day because things are crazy. crazy. (laughs) So we usually, we do have a date in the works for Valentine's day, but it won't be on Valentine's day, but we usually, so we used to have this really awesome Italian market that we would get. (gasps) Like Italian food and like bring it home and eat and have like a picnic and usually we would do it after well kids go to bed now their bedtime's a little bit later but um now we don't have that Italian market either so usually we'll get like some takeout and we'll do something special um or he'll make dinner because he's a better cook than I am (laughs) 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 um how about you guys so. We're not going to, so it's interesting how Valentine's has worked out for us. I love love. <laughs> I am definitely that person that I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Valentine's Day. I don't know. My mom always made Valentine's Day really special. Yep. So I think that 
I mean, my mom exudes love. If you ever meet her, you'll know that. <laughs> so there's always love around. And yep. um, so she didn't, she definitely didn't use that holiday as the one time of the year, you know. Right. Um, but that day, she always did something, whether it was getting us a Valentine's, um, you know, making us a card, getting us. I remember one year she got us these amazing chocolate covered peanuts. I don't know. I have memories of yep. Valentine's Day. So, um, I kind of, oh, it's always been special to me, even when I was single, right. um, you know, we would do stuff. Um, so yeah, I've always been re- kind of ridiculous about it. Yep. Um, in the sense of like loving the fact that I can just share love. That <laughs> <laughs> was surprise element. So fun for the kids at least. Like I used to love waking up and there would always be something, whatever it was. Sometimes it was you know, just chocolate or, you know, those red hot yeah. <laughs> or oh conversation gosh, I hearts. I love, love red hearts, yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so I feel like sometimes it would be that. But then I like to surprise my kids like that. Like, I, when I was little, I used to look forward to that so much. Like, what's going to be on the end of my bed? Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't Cupid know. dropped it there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's just something. Yeah. And, and then, um, and so I've always really just really liked it. So, um, interestingly enough, we kind of have something that falls in that time, too. So, um our anniversary oh. is on the 12th. I did not know that. Yeah, so um, this year we'll be celebrating 14 years. Oh my goodness. Which is, it, yeah, we've been married 14 years and we'll have been together 19. Wow. So, um, so yeah, the one year before the big year. That's crazy. Um, which I was just thinking about. But yeah, so we usually, to avoid the Valentine's Day hustle, Right. You know that's out there. We yeah. do our anniversary and we do something, and we do our date night on that yep. night, and then on Valentine's Day we if I, if we're both here or depending on what work pans out for work, um, we do dinner as a family. Yeah, like we do a family you know yep. thing, and um, I'll usually make like heart shaped right you know, <laughs> everything everything heart shaped pizza <laughs> like you know you can pick up those heart shaped oh my pizzas. gosh yes you know so yes. the kids love that so that's we'll so like funny. do that and you know share love yeah you know? so Aww. so that day is it's home based too because i i don't like to go out it's crazy yeah it so, is crazy so yeah so anyway we're looking forward to love day mm-hmm. <laughs> yes so i let's kick it off here we are we're gonna go into our um high five take five all right you want to start it um sure Sure. I'll do my take five first. So I'm a little tired today. I was just telling Andrea. I'm not really sure why. It was a good day, but I'm just tired. I love Thursdays. It's one of my favorite days of the week because I don't have to be anywhere. So a lot of times I literally jam pack my day because I don't have to be anywhere. So I clean and um, just do lots of fun, quality time with my daughter and all that stuff. So it was a busy day, but it was good. I'm tired. Um, my take five is I got an email, I guess it was right before dinner time, and somebody wanted me to cover one of their classes tomorrow <laughs> at 9.30, and I initially, I really didn't want to say yes, <laughs> um, but 
I feel like when my kids were sick, I had to get call in a sub for my classes and um, I had people back me up. So I want to return the favor. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it will be fine once we're there, but we've got dentist appointments and I have to pick both kids up early from school. And it's like, literally I was logistically trying to figure out how my morning is going to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So my take yep. five was just, you know, um, I'm doing a good thing. Doing a good, doing a good <laughs> thing. I'm doing a good but thing. But I'm going to do the juggle. Yeah. Like I'm a, doing the juggle. Yeah. So, um, yeah. how about you? Take five? My take five today. Well, let me think. Take, mm. my take. Sorry, five. I messed up the order, didn't I? That's oh, okay. you want to do your high five? That's <laughs> okay. Do my high five? Do your high five. <laughs> high five. My high five is the weather. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that there's... This is my favorite weather. Yeah. Like, I just love warm that, weather. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the cold. Um, yesterday, I did, I taught in the morning, and I my legs are just tired because I've been teaching a lot lately, but then the weather was so nice that, because I was teaching indoors, uh-huh. and I was like, must run outside. <laughs> I literally was like a robot, like, chasing the sun, and I just put my music in and was like, I'm just going to run an easy three miles, and it felt so, so good, nice. it was just so nice, and it was, I was glad I did it, so my high five. Woo-hoo. I was in beast mode yesterday, <laughs> in the beautiful weather. You maximized the sunshine. Yes, exactly. I maximized so. the sunshine in the car, but I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it's nice to just turn it up. Yeah, yeah. Be in the car. Well, my take five. My take five, um, let me tell you guys. Um, I've got a middle schooler and I'll, I'll make sure that I don't go too long on this. Um, cause it's a long story, but I don't, I had to take a big take five, um, this week on Monday, our kiddo was sick. Um, that's okay. You know, so he got behind on work, but in middle school, like who knew that getting behind for being sick with the flu for four days would mean that you'd have eight Spanish assignments oh my gosh. and several math assignments, social, like he had an overwhelming amount of homework and like extra work. And we're learning, and I explained this to him, I was like, we're learning middle school with you. So I realized that when we initially had this, con- you know, had the conversation, we were really frustrated with him because he had the time to work through all those assignments and he told us that he did it, and he told us he completed it, and he told us he turned them in to his teacher. And I got an email from his teacher that said that that was all incorrect, that he had oh not gosh. turned any of it in. And as a matter of fact, that she hadn't even seen him during their special period where he can go in to do like like a study oh hall. Gosh. And so we were dealing with trying to be understanding to the fact that he had so much extra work he had to work through. And also that he was lying. Right. And that's a hard one for me. So I had to take some pretty, like, you know, moments. Um, So did Kenny because we just, it, we, it's life lessons for us too. Um, It's new frontier. We don't know what we're dealing with. We've never been through it. What I did start to see and understand are two big important things, um, you know, with, classrooms sizes getting larger and teachers not having as much help right my kid is one of those kids where it hurts he needs a smaller classroom and he needs more one-on-one and um he's overwhelmed 
you know, so there were some things we learned from it, but it was tough. It was, I was more upset with the lying than I was about right, him being yeah. behind on the work. If he had just been forthcoming and that was a whole nother thing of like for a parent, I felt like, like I failed a little bit. Yeah. I'm um, just a little bit because, um, why couldn't my kid just talk to me about it? Like, why couldn't he say I need help? You know, you start to think, you know, all these things, but we work through it. Yep. We get through it. We work right. through it, and it's fine. But it, um, it's it was days of conversations. I feel like that's the the parents can take a lot, but lying is just one of those things that I mean, you can't help but think, like you said, like why couldn't he come and talk to you? Yeah. You know, like I don't know. I don't. I'm like, and we we ask those questions, and we we stop, we pause, we listen. You know, I call my sister who has been on this pod, you know, she works with middle school kids. Um, and, um, we did, you know, I, we seek out answers to try and help and support. There's a lack of focus. And, and I think that, um, it's not that he's having any like attention issues that are so severe, but he has a little, yeah. and we're trying to work through those pieces too, which him being dishonest is because he's not being able to focus. Like for example, tonight. You know, um, I said, I'm going to try something different. He's working on the last bits of the projects that he needs to finish to turn in tomorrow. And he's been staring at the same thing for the last hour. Right. You know, so I go up there and I notice that he's totally my child. And <laughs> this is another issue. And I think that's why I stepped in today and helped because I could, I could stare at something and not know where to begin. Right. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. The start. the start. Yeah. And it like tonight I was like, oh my gosh, that's why he hasn't done this. So, yeah. you know, I sat him down and said, I'm going to watch you. You're going to start with page one right. and start working through it. And then he breezed through it. I said, see, that's checked off now. Right. How does that feel? Yeah. The he check said, mark. Oh, and he's like, oh, that feels so good, good, mom. I said, okay, now we're going to the next thing. But he was looking at the last page, right. and he was working on something else, and there was no progress. So when you don't see or feel yeah, progress, it's frustrating it's and it's deflating. Yeah. So same yeah. thing with that project you just saw him yeah. um, show us. Um, I had to help him start it. Right. And I'm like, Jen, and and my poor husband. He's <laughs> like, I thought that at least one of our kids would have like some of me in there. <laughs> Because like, oh my, my husband is like this, you know, book on organization. My my husband could have written that yeah. book. So we're definitely our balance. And and I was like, oh my gosh, he is such my kid. Right. When it comes to this now, as an adult, I am fully aware of it, and I recognize it, and I know what I have to tell myself to start something, and I know what I have to tell myself right. to complete it. But at yeah. You know, at his age, he doesn't know that. Right. And I'm like, I'm still acquiring his tools. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I told my husband, if we can give him those tools now, mm -hmm. he's going to be so much right. better off than I was. <laughs> we'll be fine. I'll survive, oh right? Yes. <laughs> middle school in 2019. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have middle schoolers and you're listening, you know, you know my pain points right now. And everybody tells me that they're going through it. But I won't lie and say that sometimes I feel like I'm on an island. Like yeah. both Kenny and I both feel that way and we wonder. But um, 
we're, we're surviving. Yeah. He's a smart kid. I hate to see that he's struggling in anything. Right. So that, I mean, that was my really big take, take five, um, recently. My high five. <laughs> mindset. Change. My, switch okay, that switch, mindset. Switch it. Uh, my high five was, you know, in our last pod, we were talking about setting small attainable goals and like celebrating those things. I learned a lot from our last podcast. Yes, I know. I listened to it too. And I was like, ooh. I had a lot of takeaways. And so I mentioned that I need to, you know, do that. And it's funny. I, and I, and I'd, I'd written down some goals and right after that right. pod. And um, one of the things I had said was that I had been working on this for, you know, over a year and just really hadn't measured it. Mm-hmm. And so ironically, I go to work out on Monday and one of the stations was jump rope. Now I love jump rope. I mm-hmm. take a jump rope with me everywhere I travel. Right. And that's the cardio I prefer. Why? I don't know, but it is. So we had to do, um, double wonders. And you know, double mm-hmm. unders are hard. Yes. And so it's it's a lot of technique. And so for over a year, I've been practicing it, but never really counting. Well, we had to do 120 single jumps on a leg mm-hmm. or 60 double unders. Mm-hmm. And once you did that, then you rotated with your partner and you went in and out and ran a lap while they did theirs. Um, or you ran until they were done. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just do this. Jen... There was some really good music that day too. Yes, See, that, music, music makes a different. Yes. Music makes a difference too. Um, but there's some music that day, and um, I don't know. It's just like all the right things. I start going, and I'm counting, I'm counting, I'm counting. Next thing I know, I just and I like I stop. I was like, I said some things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just did 35 double unders. Oh my gosh, I did 35 straight. Yeah. Without having to stop. Without stopping, no, without no, no. it breaking or anything. That's I did awesome. And I I've never I've never done more That's than maybe so like awesome. eight. I was so out of breath. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the endurance you need <laughs> to do thirty five uninterrupted double unders. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Takes it to the next I, level. I did That's like a, awesome. I did a little like shimmy, yes. you know, and I was like, okay, yay me! Okay, now I'm, you know, I gotta finish yes. this and go. Right. But it wasn't until after I left that I was like, oh my god! That's awesome. I gotta, you know, I set that. I set a goal for twenty. Right. So that was what I had written down because I had gone, but I don't. Again, uh, hopefully I can repeat it, but. Yeah. But it was amazing that I was able to do it. And I was super proud of myself. So that's oh, my, my high I gave myself a, a pat on the back. That's awesome. And and then I then I didn't even tell Kenny. I just shared it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, same thing. <laughs> it's fine. It's gonna, and I was like, I'm just gonna tell everybody. Oh, tell I didn't even tell Kenny about mine. Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. Thirty five. But yeah, thirty five. Thirty five. That was. Whether I can repeat that or not, who knows, but I was, I stopped at an, and then I, the fact that I stopped at 35, because I didn't, I think I probably could have gotten like one, two more in, yeah. but I just stopped because I was so out of breath, and that's when I don't, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> that's awesome. So, 
So, so thanks for giving me some advice yes. on, on, on <laughs> small, small attainable goals. Small attainable goals. That's right. So oh I felt goodness. I felt good, and then I said, "Okay, Jen's yeah. right." Now I'm like, <laughs> "What's next?" Yes. that I can put you know take check off that or okay. check that box. I signed so up for um, a margarita madness. Oh, the dash? Did you or was it a daiquiri dash or margarita? Margarita. There's oh. a daiquiri one too, but I saw. I saw the daiquiri dash, but where? So where's that one? I think it's here. When is it? It's in August. August. Ooh, because I, I might sign up for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love a good tequila. Yeah. So, you know, small, small yes. goals, people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that when I was in Mexico, oh, my gosh, this time last year. I know. Oh, we too. went back to back. Right? Yeah. You went first? Yeah, um, you went first. Oh, we went first. Y'all yeah. went first. And we went first, and then Andrea and her friends went, and um, I'm pretty sure uh, I, like, literally every five seconds, do 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 Yeah. Oh, Time for man. I'm, uh, I really need to get, I, I don't want to go back to Cabo. Mm-hmm. I want to go just back. Yeah. Not this year. Period. I know. Next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year. That'll be our high five next year. Yeah, high five. We'll do this from Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> Broadcasting <laughs> live from Cabo. Cabo. <laughs> that'll be fun. That will oh, be, fun. be amazing. Okay. All right. Let's we'll get those listeners up. We'll put, yes. it, yeah, we'll put it on there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we're going to talk about love, love. and marriage. Um, we did some fun stuff to, um, to get ready for this podcast. And one of the things that we did was we actually – posted a really cool survey mm-hmm. and that we tested and were the guinea pigs and did with our own uh, spouses. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of share some of our key takeaways. We hope that you completed it. Again, stay tuned to our social media because we're going to have some um, fun stuff regarding some of those questions on there. But the other thing that we're doing is we're actually going to be doing a giveaway for this um, really cute little tiny book. Isn't it cute? Because it's yes. so little. It's so cute. Called the Book of Questions by um, Dr. Gregory Stock. So when I was reading up about Gregory Stock, what was interesting is that he had a lot of like uh, background on like biomedical sciences and technology and a bunch of other stuff. But he's also a best-selling author, and he wrote this book. Um, I think he went to Johns Hopkins University mm-hmm. and a few others, but um, it was pretty interesting. And so. My husband and I got this uh, idea from one of our friends, actually one of the, our couples, their former neighbors that lived in this neighborhood, and um, our friends mentioned that they had this and they would use it on date night, and I thought, that's such a great idea, especially if you've been married for a really long time and you, like, we always have plenty of stuff to talk about, right. but sometimes it might be fun to just explore it. So one of our best date nights we had was just sitting, drinking wine at a bar, and reading the reading book. the book. So we're gonna Jen and I are gonna do we're gonna <laughs> we do go. we're gonna do this. So um and go through a couple of questions. And so basically, you just fan the book and open and don't look. Yeah, it's supposed to be a surprise. It's supposed to be a surprise. Okay. So I'll is that like instructions in the book? Does it say that, or that's just the way that you guys? You know. <laughs> told me to do it that way okay well it's okay we can do that but I guess it's more fun that way it's more fun that way maybe that was me maybe that was Andrea you have to fan you have to fan the book (laughs) and then stop and then stop wait you can just 
You could just open you could it. Open it. <laughs> we'll see. You know, if that's totally me. Yeah, that's totally me. So um, we'll do that. We'll do a couple. And okay. then um, so you guys can kind of hear and know what they're in. And like I said, we're going to be doing a drawing for this book too. So somebody, one of you listeners will get one. So cool. I'll fan it. Okay, fan it. Okay. okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. Question number 90. Okay. If you walked out your door one morning and saw a bird with a broken wing huddled in a bush, oh, what would you do and why? First of all, this is hitting so close to home to this week. Like, okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm just going to tell you, I'm not a huge fan of birds. <laughs> Second of all, I am a lover of all living things. <laughs> but I was driving. This was yesterday. It was yesterday. I was driving yesterday, dropping my daughter off. Or so, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, okay. Yeah, yep. Here we are. I was driving her to school. And I'm driving down the road. And, you know, our roads, are, we have country roads back here. Mm -hmm. So I'm on, like, a two-lane country road that's, like, you know, Got a bird in the middle of the road. <laughs> and I'm going kind of like, I'm like cooking, you know, down the road. And um, I see this bird look at me. And he kind of like, you know, turns his head. And I see this word bubble with like, you know, probably some profanity out of oh. his head. And he was like, oh gosh, I need to move. And he flies up. And like his head smashed my windshield. Like, smashed my windshield. And I, so I ran over a turtle once, like, a year ago, and that was the first time I've ever, like, hit a and that's the creature. worst, because you can hear it. Oh, crunch. Oh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. So, but this poor bird's, like, skull, like, hit my windshield so hard. It was such a thought. My daughter, Alexa, is like, what was that? I was like, I don't know. I looked in my rearview mirror, and feathers were flying <laughs> everywhere, and I had this pit in my stomach, like, I just like ended this bird's life like I felt very 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 sad and actually I dedicated my run later on Aww. in the day because I was like this bird isn't going to get the chance to enjoy this my gosh you're breaking my heart but I felt so bad for this bird and I don't even like birds so you know what I would do number one is I would probably call my neighbor who is like superwoman when it comes to animals <laughs> and be like I've got this bird in a box probably I would get gloves because I'm like you know whatever I don't even Mercury. know that I I don't know that I would even be able to touch it or like do anything with that but I would for sure try and get it help <laughs> long 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 <laughs> circle to question number 90 <laughs> answer oh my gosh yes what bird? They, they're they always fast. They always fly oh away. Oh, my gosh. I never heard of one being so, like, get, getting hit. Oh, my gosh. Oh. He was, like, maybe not the, you know, sharpest. Birdie. I don't nest. know. I don't oh know. But my he gosh. Was, I felt so bad. And, you know, well, but, so I told a few people that story, and they're like, well, did you see it in the road? And I'm like, no, I just saw feathers. And they're like, oh, then that means he's fine. <laughs> That's something to make me feel better about the situation. <laughs> no, he totally was not fine. I know he's not fine. There was like a little scuff on my... Oh, it was oh, so sad. Oh my gosh. So sad. That's so crazy that this question... I know. 
<laughs> it's the oh. bird. <laughs> the bird is like, what would you do? Well, would you pull over if you saw feathers flying in your rearview mirror? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I know what you would do if you saw a bird huddled <laughs> with a broken wing. I'm not laughing that the bird is dead. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I would do the same thing oh if I did. Oh my I would start thinking about all these Oh scenarios. my gosh. The poor bird. Yeah, we'll give a moment of silence silence for the bird. Okay, bird. Rest in peace. Okay, my turn to fan. Your turn to fan the book. Hopefully there's nothing that Can you hear it on the mic? Yeah. Let's see. Um, Let's see. I feel like I should do a (laughs) preview. Yeah, Um, I did a slight preview too. Okay. I'm 111. Okay. Would you want to record everything you hear or see 24 hours a day, seven days a week, year in, year out? No. No. Oh my gosh. That sounds no. exhausting just reading the question. That sounds exhausting and I don't want that there to be a record. I already feel like there's like this record of yes, everything I know. that I do. Big like brother. You. Big brother. Yeah. I don't want people... To see, not see here. I don't want yeah. that documented. Yes. It's already documented in here. Oh, isn't that sad though? Because I feel like when we were in middle school, we didn't have Facebook and all these things. Like you think about, so it's like true. now things are being recorded all the time. And sometimes, you know, I think that um, I go back and forth because sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm not posting enough on Facebook because I want to those memories to pop up on my Facebook. Yeah. Like, you know, I was just telling Andrea about my son who stayed up late to read a book last night. And I didn't, I took a picture of him doing it because he was like, you know, reading a chapter book at 10 o'clock at night because he wanted to finish the pages at his desk with the lamp on. And oh my God, it's the cutest picture. And I was like, oh, I mean, I don't need to post that picture on Facebook. But part of me wanted to because it's way more organized than the way that I organize my family photos. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like... Yeah, and you get that reminder. Right. And yeah, I totally but get I that. But I didn't post it, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think you're right. We do somewhat, in a way, document that. I, Kenny and I were just talking about this tonight, um, that I've done so much of a, some, somewhat of a social media purge. Mm-hmm. Um, I only post for our pod and I'm pretty selective about what, <coughs> what I post on our, on my personal pages right. now. Like, um, I used to put, I used to share, share, share. And then, you know, I love sharing positivity. That's just, mm-hmm. and so I would always share like my morning quote and what I meditate right. on or a prayer. And, and I've stopped and my workout motivational things that I've used and I stopped doing all of that. Yeah. But I also stopped sharing a lot on there. And there was a reason why as I kicked off the new year was one of those things that I thought about too. I want to do more of that face to face with people. Yeah. I want to send a birthday message via text. See, that's why I always do that. Or and, call. Mm-hmm. Not on Facebook so that you can see. That's not genuine to me. Right. Um, the fact that people like, even like, you know, friends and family don't call or text but they just do it on, on Facebook, Facebook. It's so impersonal. It's not personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure some people will be like, no, but hey, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, like, 
I would rather you text or call me right. than post it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, so that's just me. So okay. I, yeah, we're we're on the same page. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Just, yeah. <laughs> cool. Are we doing another one? Okay, one more. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. Hopefully, we're we get out of our. Do you hear? Do you hear? Fan? I'm fanning. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Huh, which one should I ask Jen? <laughs> Uh-oh. Which one Uh-oh. should I ask Jen? Both of these questions are good. I'll ask this one because it's definitely like our pot. Okay. Would you use a drug that made you extraordinarily happy for 12 hours without any side effects? If not, why not? If so, what if it were addictive and you'd soon want to be happy all the time? So... It's about to get deep. <laughs> I have this um, very strong, I don't know, opinion on, um, I don't want to rely on anything for anything. Um, so I feel like uh, sometimes I'll have such a bad headache and I don't get them very often, but my husband will be like, well, just take ibuprofen or, you know, take something for it. And I have to be literally like, really, really struggling to take any type of medicine, even if like, I mean, I'll take it when, um, like if I have, yeah, well, no, I won't take anything if I have a cold, I won't take anything, um, unless it's like a, an antibiotic for some sort of thing you just can't find anymore. Um, I also run super high fevers. So sometimes if my fever is getting super high, then I will take it. But I usually try and, I mean, our bodies are built to kind of fight that stuff. So unless I really need some sort of, you know, help or assistance in it. And sometimes that's even Rob and I will get in this debate about like, well, number one, when should you take your child to the doctor? And number two, like, I mean, the second your child runs a fever, do you like give ibuprofen? I feel like your fever is like, it's fighting you know, mm-hmm. the infection. So, um, you know, obviously every person is different. But, yeah, that's I probably wouldn't take it just because I feel like I can get my happy myself. <laughs> I'm so stubborn. I'm, I have such a stubborn side to me. I feel sorry for my family. <laughs> that was a good question. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. But I do think that we can get our happy... You know, I mean, well, I'll be mindful of how I say this because I yeah. know that that some people struggle yeah. um, with things. But in this particular question, you know, referencing, you know, taking a happy pill, yeah, yeah take some vitamin D, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and get some happy. Huh, sure. I learned okay. something new about ginger. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Last um, one. Okay, let's see. Um. Oh, this is a longie. Oh my let's goodness. See. Oh boy. You hear my drink. Jingle oh my jingle. Alright, this is alcohol. This is long. You are leading a hundred people whose lives are in danger, and you must pick one of two paths. One will save ninety-five people, but five will die. <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing funny about that. But The other has an even chance of saving everyone, but if it fails, everyone will die. Which would you choose 
Oh gosh, this is so deep. <gasps> this is so deep. Oh my god. This is... I'm gonna go with my gut. Okay. And my gut immediately when you said that said that I would do all or nothing. All or nothing. And um I would do all or nothing um for the sake of leave no man behind. Leave no man behind. <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> that was guys, this book is fun. Yeah, so you know, I think it when Kenny and I were doing this that date night, right? Like those are not we're gonna talk about a lot of things. We've been together a yeah. long time. Right. And I think what I liked about it is this, you know, even with us, you know, we've known each other for a couple of years yeah. now, but we'll learn new right. things and, and you get inside of that, well, you know, how would you react to that? Right. Why? What's your yeah. thought around it? And I mean, I've known this man for a very long time. You've known Rob for a very long time, but it ended up, we laughed. We got in, I mean, this book covers, um, it even covers intimacy. It covers honesty. It covers the woulda, coulda, shouldas. And, you know, it really does get into the deep, but then it does have some lighthearted too. And so I think that sometimes, um, you know, when you've been together for so long, um, you can talk. I mean, Kenny and I can go on it. We can talk for hours. That's not yeah. an issue. I think you, yeah, you guys are we, the same. We too. Yeah. But this added some like fun. Well, different types of conversation. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of our conversation is about our day in, day out. What did, what did you, what went on in your day today? And I feel like that's really awesome because you know what's yeah. going on in their day. But at the same time, um, you know, we all change and grow and I don't know. I mean, we always joke around that we would really, well, I would do okay, but Rob would super fail at one of those newlywed games because I change all the time. Like, it's like, I don't really, I'm that type of person that, like, I don't really have a favorite color. Like, I just, you know, I, well, he wouldn't even know my favorite food. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's like all these things. Um, so we kind of talk about this on, like, a break, just in case we are on a newlywed game this week. What is your favorite food? <laughs> I like that. What deodorant? What? Do you yes, exactly. Like that game, you know, every time I'm yeah. like, you don't know what deodorant thing is. I know because I smell it every yeah. day. I can recognize it. Like That's it's funny. a you know, old spice. Yes. Okay. True something. I know it because I buy it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Our toothpaste. You can't right. say the toothpaste. We share yeah, the same toothpaste, people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. not on the same toothbrush. Yes. Just the same. Out of the same toothbrush. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, so I thought that was fun. So we'll be giving one of those books away. That's that'll fun. be that'll be fun. So um, so we'll talk about that on our social media, and we'll tell you what to look out for. So um, listen to some clues on today's um, pod, so you can kind of hear where you can win and win. Cool. So we so that leads into kind of the, um, the last part of our part. We're going to talk about a couple of things and share some love with you guys. Mm -hmm. So I was reading a really fun article kind of segueing into this on prevention.com um, that talked about the 20 ways that you could keep romance alive Ooh. when you've been in a relationship for a long time. Well, Jen and I have been in relationships <laughs> yes. for a long time. We have been. So I thought some of these were fun, so I thought I'd share them. They're not my original thought again, so you can find that article there. I'm not going to share all 20 because that would take up the whole pod. But <laughs> I like number one. Number one says keep yourself hot. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it says, you know, you can, like, change your hairstyle. You know, it doesn't mean going 
try and run 20 miles. Right. You know, it's, it's what's going to, what you can do to make yourself feel great about yourself. Right. I think that's the key. It doesn't matter on the outside what you look like. It's what you feel like on the inside. And that will, that will get everything else yeah. in line to make you feel hot. I was reading another article where it said it pulled like, you know, over a thousand men and that 90% of them um, said that they did not care what you look like, that it was a confidence that you exuded yeah. that they were attracted to. Now, I mean, but that was their first instinct and answer. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But yeah, make yourself hot and do something that's going to make that's you awesome. feel great about I like yourself. That. I was like, yeah, yeah. Jen and I get that. Yeah. And <laughs> um, the second one is kind of like Jen. It says, <laughs> uh, be spontaneous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am spontaneous. You will never know my favorite color. <laughs> Oh, I'm knocking my mic over. <laughs> it says research. This is um, one of the um, doctors that they reference in this art article. She goes by Dr. Cat. I like that. Her name is Catherine, obviously. But research. <laughs> 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 um, and she said that research shows that spontaneity is an important component to being happy in long-term relationships. That's. I mean, I feel like there's so much, I mean... There's so much in our, in my personal relationship that is very vanilla. Literally, my husband only eats vanilla ice cream. I love vanilla. Uh, but there's so much spontaneity. Like, we try, and I'm not saying we don't fall into the Groundhog's Day of, like, during the week. It's like, we put the kids to bed, we sit on the couch, we watch Netflix, we go to sleep. Because that's for sure, like, what we do. But sometimes we change up the show that we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> No, but sometimes we like to, like, you know, uh, especially when it's nicer weather, I feel like yeah. we can change it up a little bit more. Sometimes in the winter, we do get a little, you know, plugged into Netflix more than we should. Yeah. Well, it's cold. I yeah. get that. It's cold. Um, you don't want to go out. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, I get that. And I think this one could be something Kenny and I... Um, that we could do a little more. Right. Um, we, we definitely can improve Yeah. We could, we could improve this a little bit. Um, I think that we've gotten better. Sorry. In, oh, that's okay. They can hear mine too. Y'all yeah. can hear our jingles. Yeah, sorry. Um, we have to stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my Yeti is not melting my ice. <laughs> yeah. Mine isn't either. Um, but yeah, we don't, when we were younger, and this is interesting, you know, even with kids, in our earlier part of our marriage, we weren't as spontaneous. I noticed, like, now it's like, oh, you're home, I'm home. Let's go have our lunch date today. Right. Like, let's just go. Yeah. And we'll do that. And those end up being great. Right. Like, one-on-one. Yeah. Even if it's for a quick hour before we finish the work day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's, we take it where we can get it. Yeah. Um, number three. <laughs> so, hey, so we're talking about love and marriage. Mm-hmm. And those sometimes result in baby carriages, yeah. okay? So so we're going to keep it real here, okay? okay? Here we are. We're just going to keep go. it real. There's going to be some mm-hmm. things in here, okay? So if you feel uncomfortable, you can turn it down a little bit. But we won't get into that much detail. But number three, it's touch each other. Mm, so true. <laughs> I feel like I know you posted something about love languages. Yeah. And... um. I think, I'm not sure if we talked about this on a previous pod, but, or maybe we just talked in 
Like, yeah, just I don't us. know we've gone in detail, but um, we've hinted that yes. Jen and I would definitely yes. talk about this kind um, of stuff. But Rob and I are both physical touch as one of our main ones. Um, we both have a second um, one, but physical touch is definitely one of them. So we can, I mean, and not necessarily just like the intimate right, physical right. touch. It's more like, you know... I was reading the thing that you posted and I was like, oh my God, that's so funny that someone that is physical touch also is like paying more attention to your body language than the actual things that you're saying. And it was so funny because yesterday, I don't know, I really didn't know that I was having like poor body language. It was my husband's birthday for crying out loud. And I was like doing everything to make his day really awesome. And he was like, are you okay? Like what's going on? Like I just feel like... You're, like, not yourself. And I was, Alexa, my daughter, was being a little crazy, and I think I was just, like, tired from it. Uh-huh. And um, he just kept asking me if I was okay, and I was, like, and when I read that this morning, I was, like, maybe the things that were coming out of my mouth were contradictory to my body language, and that's why he kept saying that, like, are you okay? And I'm, like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm having a really good day at dinner, and it's your birthday, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I think that the fact that I was stressed out a little about her was... Coming off. It came out. In my body language. But yeah. But yeah. Keep it hot, people. (laughs) (laughs) Touch each other. It says here that random intimate touching can also reinforce that spontaneity piece they were talking about. And I thought this was interesting. It also increases your Oxycontin Mm -hmm. levels, helping you both to feel more bonded. And, and... That physical touch, it, again, doesn't always have to be about the intimacy piece here. Um, and touching each other means holding hands yeah. and that, you know, sitting by each other on the couch. And I thought I was reading this, you know, this particular um, piece too. I didn't, you know, put all of it on here, but um, when there's a lack of that, yeah. then you start to separate because that is your bond yeah. and I stopped and I was like wow so Kenny and I always hold hands I mean that's just mm-hmm. always been we like do. when we go on our dates I mean I've never it's it's weird if we wouldn't right um and um I've always been you know I always have displayed affection and and thinking through not neither one of us are physical touch when it comes mm-hmm. to our like our our primary love language um but that's always there like as far as you know being near each other and wanting to hold hands and stuff. And so I I think it's important. And I think that some some relationships have it and some people don't. And I think I've heard some people say, well, we're just not that way. But you had to have been at some point. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, so... If you have kids. I mean, I can't imagine the act of falling in love without some kind of physical touch. Right. That's how you reinforce it. Yeah. Like, someone could say, you're amazing, Jim. You're beautiful, and I love you, and I want to be with you ever, and not touch you. Right. Like, like, no. 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 (laughs) No. That doesn't happen. (laughs) No. It needs to be there, so. Yeah. So, So, yeah, I thought that was good. The next one ties to that, which is, I think... Jen and I both probably do this with our husbands, but, um, get flirty. Yeah. Like, you know, you should date your spouse. Yeah. And that means forever. I used to refer to Kenny, like instead of calling him babe or Kenny, I call him boyfriend. Uh-huh. And, and that was before we got engaged. And that was my like pet name. I just called him boyfriend. And you know, that was our thing. But you know, I don't know where that came from, but it uh-huh. was, but, um, but yeah, we always, um, we always are, 
flirty. You know, that's always been something. Yeah. Whether it's a note, an eye wink, pinch their butt. I feel like, well, even like flirty text messages throughout the day, like, I feel like that just, you know, just to know that we're thinking of each other and I don't know. It's just a different way of communicating with each other than you would with like just a normal friend or yes you know true. it's just special and it still gives me butterflies when I get text messages from Ron during the day because we're flirting because <laughs> we're flirting <laughs> you're supposed to get butterflies yeah. you're yeah. supposed to um, be, right. be like that so that's awesome um and then it goes into uh, actually do a date night yeah and we're pretty good about getting we don't get one in a week yeah. or anything like that. But we, we're pretty good about getting at least one in a month. Yeah. Um, and I think that we committed that to each other because we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of Kenny's definite, um, like, his top love language um, is of acts of service. Mm-hmm. But his second one definitely is quality time. Yeah. I think all of my kids are quality time, yeah. too. Um, so when there's a lack of that, I feel we disconnect. Right. For sure. I feel like that we used to be, well, I say that we, I mean, we're still pretty good at the making time for a date. I was like, oh my gosh, when is the last time we had a date? And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, we went to the mountains literally like two or three weeks ago for the whole weekend. So that can be considered, um, our date for that month. And, you know, but we, and we need to get the date night for his birthday and Valentine's day schedule. I'm Mm -hmm. excited about that. Yeah. So, date so, night. So, date night, then Lisa said, it just says that I'm going to read it. It says to have more sex. Yeah. So, um, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. It is true. I will say that uh, we had one year, and I feel like I talk about this year all the time. Like, all the time. But um, this one year where we just didn't have time for each other. Like, it was just, like, complete chaos and... I don't know, like, I feel like we were having less sex, and sometimes that's, you know... Sometimes that happens in marriage. I think that people are afraid to say that, or I've always loved that, you know, her and I, Jen and I have talked about, you know, we don't go into the details, but we've talked about some things, and I think it's interesting, because I I know that people are afraid to talk about that for some reason, but when you've been married a long time, there's not one person I've heard where they haven't had... That ha- you know, right. that time, but don't let it continue. Right. Like, just have more sex. Just have more sex. Make it happen. People. Just do it. Even just, when you're tired, just do it. You'll always feel better afterwards. <laughs> well, I, there's something in here, actually, uh, that when they were talking about this, that um, they said having, having it regularly actually balances your hormones so you'll want to do it more yeah um you know basically it begets itself right in that um they were doing this study where um when someone when they made a conscious effort to just do that Mm -hmm. that it there was less thought around it right and it just happened because the decision didn't have to be made exactly (laughs) right we talked about that taking the decision out of things that's right (laughs) 50 times just do it just do it do it do it do it do it it now do it now (laughs) if that makes you feel uncomfortable that's not good okay (laughs) unless you're my mom or dad oh yeah yeah. sorry mom and dad 
but we're here <laughs> yep. because of you. Right. So yep. that's all okay. I can say. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, show appreciation. You know, that's another thing. I think um, being thoughtful and mm-hmm. compassionate towards your partner and paying attention to what their like dreams, hopes, and desires are. That's I think just a given. Right. Um, that um, I think is good. A good thing to do that I think you know yeah. is a, com- a common thing. I like the uh, the next one, which is to um, plan ahead. So dream big and do it together. Mm-hmm. So um, I like this. It says like flip through a magazine or print out pictures from your favorite websites and make a vision, vision board. board. You know, like do the, have a dream together right. that you might be aspiring for, and it could be you know going to Hawaii next right. year, you know, or, you know, whatever it could be, but do that together and create that together. I, I like that because when I do it, it's very me and about yep. me and I've never thought about incorporating him yep. in it. So I like that one. Cool. And last, the last one was turn off your phones and make a conscious effort to put tech away for at least an hour a night. Such a big deal, especially now that everything is even on your wrist. Yeah. You know, it's like the phones are away because that's a new thing. Like, we put the phones away. But now, we both have it on our wrists. And it's like, okay, phones away and take your watch off. (laughs) Yeah, everything. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. It is. There's just so much accessibility. So when everyone has accessibility to you, you reduce the accessibility for the people who really count. And I have really been thinking about this a lot lately because – we spend a lot of our jobs on technology too, so we te- typically keep it open. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's something that I definitely think both him and I could um, work on a little bit more too. But not only for our relationship, but for our family, right. for our kids too. We want to set a good example for them. We want them to see that. And I was thinking about that the other day um, because they we're the that example. Yeah, you know, so. But yeah, I thought all of these were pretty common sense things. Yeah. Um, some basic things. There's 20 of them. I only shared maybe 10 of them tonight. Um, but I thought it was worth, worth sharing because it's all things that, again, you can do to keep your romance alive. And it pretty much boils down to pay attention, be spontaneous. Well, and- go back to how you were before everything else happened. You yeah. know, I feel like yeah. that's what... I mean, I won't go into too much detail, but I feel like that's the struggle. When people are struggling, it's like at some point you guys cared and loved and, um, you know, had fun and were spontaneous or whatever it was. But, um, yeah, I well, think that was a good list. Yeah, I think it was a good list, too. And I agree, I agree with you. I think um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were talking about how when people grow apart, mm-hmm. it's, it can't, like, when you read the Love Languages book, right, they talk about how um, when you go in and they do the therapy around Love Language that a lot of the times the couples come back and they're like, we didn't think we could ever get back to this. Right. We didn't think we could ever get back to it. And in, in that whole, you know, book, it talks about, well, if you can get back to this, to where it started right. and why it started that way, love started that. Right. So there was something at that point that was feeding those love language buckets, right? And at some point, you just forgot about it. I know. And some of those stories, when you read them, are like, oh, man, like, how could they not see that? But then it was like, oh, my gosh, like, all you needed to do 
was the laundry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, literally, all you, or, oh my gosh, on, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum, all you needed to do was say, thank you for doing the laundry. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just mind-blowing. It is. Such simple things could fix, you know, a whole marriage that's, like, about to fall apart. It's just crazy to me. It's so, so true. Yeah. If you took all of it out. Right. All the bad feelings yeah. and all the personal feelings and all the keeping score and keeping right. count and saying, well, I'm doing this, but you don't do this. If you right. took all of that away yeah. and remembered how it started and then focused on what those love languages yeah. were. Yeah. Simplified. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, speaking of love, we're going to finish this pod with sharing some love stories. Love stories. Love stories. I'm excited. We're going to ask you about your love stories as we gear up for Valentine's Day, but we're going to share some love stories with you guys, and Jim's going to start. All right. So, here we go. Two 15-year-olds meet in 10th grade English class. The girl, spunky, loud-mouthed, with a rebellious side, meets a quiet, until you get to know him, rule follower with a shy side. After lots of flirting, pushing each other lovingly into lockers, of course, rumors start flying about boy and girl potentially liking each other. Girl had to pretty much spell it out for a boy to ask her out. He did finally the day before Halloween. Before they parted ways after track and soccer practice <laughs> they said their goodbyes and planned to spend halloween together the next day took forever halloween night was spent with each other and and other friends strolling around holding hands they even had their very first kiss they became inseparable almost in an obnoxious way and very best friends they graduated from high school and decided it would be best to go to separate colleges this would be a test on their relationship being three hours apart with no cars had them going crazy. They took sketchy Greyhound rides, <laughs> flights, or hopped a ride with pretty much anyone headed in the direction of the other. The separation made their hearts grow even fonder. They both knew from 10th grade English they would be together forever. Back then it was cheesy. In 2019, it's considered relationship goals. <laughs> or quote unquote or hashtag relationship goals hashtag hashtag relationship goals sophomore year of college they both had cars and planned trips to visit there was even a time boy drove to girl literally for a turnaround trip just to give a kiss on her birthday they were drawn to each other in almost an obsessive way that their friends couldn't understand to the point that they were the, bl the brunt of some jokes hopefully they were out of love <laughs> Junior year, girl transferred to 30 minutes away from boy. Not solely to be closer, but that did make it easier, and they loved it. Dinners, sleepovers, all the things. Fast forward, for the sake of time, to college graduation. Boy was student teaching. Girl had a job in public accounting in New York City, working hard with not a suspicion of a proposal. But a week before her 23rd birthday, boy took girl to the Fire Island Lighthouse in March on a cold, dreary day confessed his love that she already knew and told her he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. The easiest decision she ever made. She said, yes. She was leaving for Chicago the next two weeks, Toronto the two after that, leading to their very first grown-up adult vacation to Florida upon her return. 
They got married a year and a half later at the ripe old age of 24 on August 10th. Went to Maui on the most romantic and full of adventure honeymoon, returned to New York on a Wednesday, and closed on their very first home in North Carolina that Friday, August 24th, two weeks later. They made good decisions and bad decisions, and they did it together. They grew together. They built a foundation. For five years, they continued, the, just the two of them, with two dogs, when it all of a sudden seemed like something was missing. It was time to expand their family. Boy and girl, now husband and wife, had a sweet baby boy. He filled their life with sleepless nights and a life's purpose they couldn't, but tried back in 10th grade, to imagine. There were successes and lessons, lots and lots of travel, and then it was time to expand again. A sweet baby girl, a new job with less travel for, uh, for a wife, and a brand new house. This was the most trying year the story, of the story this far. They may have not survived without the foundation they built, but they made it. Currently, this couple, after 20 years, is now two independent souls so entwined, sometimes it seems difficult to see where one ends and one begins in such a good way, is living in North Carolina with their seven-year-old and three-year-old. All of these moments and the future moments are moments they have talked about sharing with their grandchildren since the 10th grade. This by far is my favorite love story. Oh, that's a beautiful love story. <laughs> I love that love story. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have one to share, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do have one to share. Thinking all about the love, spreading it with you guys. So I think it's important to start here. This young girl had always been in a relationship. She had had a high school sweetheart for all of four years of high school. And her senior year, she decided she needed to be alone. Why? She didn't know, but she just knew that there needed to be a different beginning. She had this epiphany, and she realized she needed to get out of her small town and see what the world had to offer. That didn't last long, though. Before the summer ended, she was heading to college with a boyfriend, who she adored, and set up to, set up to learn and set the world ablaze. No one really knows how the story always ends in these kinds of situations. But she knew there was a couple of things that were going to be next for her. She loved to dance, and not long after that, she found her next love, and that love tore her heart apart. When that relationship ended, she had what she calls the second epiphany of her life, and that was, why did the guys always get to have all the fun? Mm. One night, while watching Runaway Bride with her college roommate, and her best friend, the scene came up that was life-changing for this very young 19-year-old. How did Julia Roberts like her eggs? Well, she didn't know. She always said she would have the same as his. And what she realized was that she had a similar problem. She had always been attached and adapted to what they wanted in their relationship. And she had really never stood on her own two feet. So she needed to figure out what she wanted in life, and she needed to figure out how she liked her eggs too. So for the first time in a long time, even being so young, she was single. And that time really defined who she was and helped her to figure out who she was. After a couple years of a lot of fun, <laughs> one night, as always, changed her life. 
She was 22 and it was the summer of 2001. It sounds like a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> her and her best friend had been going out to the clubs every Sunday to dance and have fun. It was retro night, so why wouldn't you want to do that, right? That night, her friend M had asked if he could ride with them, her and her best friend, and bring his fraternity brother. Of course, she said yes, the more the merrier. Never did she think that that moment might change her life. Now, she was single and wasn't looking for any kind of relationship, so when they hopped into the car at the local HEB parking lot, shout out to Texas, she didn't take a second look at who got in the back seat. Not one glimpse. She was jamming out to Depeche Mode and singing at the top of her lungs. That night was fun, full of dancing and drinking, and the girls, it's ironic to think, but as um, controlling as they both were, we're super responsible, so there was always a DD. Always. Take that note, youngsters. That sounds hard to believe, yes, but um, they did. So when it was time to head home that night at 2 o'clock in the morning, M needed to sit in the front. We always took a stroll through the Taco Cabana um, drive through um, to get those late-night tacos, and M needed to sit in the front because he just had too much that night. So she sat in the back. What happened that night was pretty interesting. She doesn't remember too much in the back seat other than it took her a minute, but she realized there was sitting, there was someone sitting right next to her. He had a lot of questions for her. He asked her a lot about who she was, and apparently he had heard about her. She was apparently the gap girl, the girl that had all the parties at her apartment, and he never had gone to one. She asked him why not. I don't know. Just never did. I'm glad I got to meet you tonight, though. A week later, she got an invite. <clears throat> now, why did she get this invite? Well, little did she know that at the end of that night in that car road, in that car trip, she gave him her number. But she asked him to give it to their friend David that they had just seen at the bar. Now, she remembered that he smirked, but he said okay. So that invite to his party the week later at his apartment came because he wanted to see if she was going to bring this guy named David, which she did. So that night definitely is a blur. Can't tell you all the details on that. You'll have to save that for later. But what she did know was that Kay had a plan and that plan was devised to ensure that she would make sure she would never see David again. And his plan worked. And the rest is pretty much history. What did happen after that text? Quite a bit. He texted her that next day to see if she wanted to hang out. And what happened the next several months was really different for her. It was really slow. It was filled with a lot of displays of being a great and true gentleman, of having respect and admiration for a woman. And it was something that she just hadn't experienced before. He was romantic. He was kind. He opened the door. He made her dinner. And again, they just took it, they took it slow. They spent long nights talking about their lives, the world, and the future. There was a lot of fun that happened during that time, but it eventually led to them being inseparable. She can't remember a day after that first night where they didn't see each other. Now, she had seen her parents endure many ups and downs in their marriage. It had taught her 
a lot. It had taught her that love was raw, that it was not a movie-made love story. It had taught her that if you really love someone, you stuck it out. What Kay experienced was a little bit different, but it taught him that love was that love could be fleeting, and that meant that it took effort, it took time, and it took communication. The day he asked her to marry her after three years of them dating was surprising, romantic, funny, because she almost ruined it, and filled with love. It was one of the most romantic days of her life. He had asked her to marry her in this cute little bed and breakfast um, right outside of the bed. Now, why do I say that? Well, we say that because he had other plans for that night and like was mentioned before, she almost ruined it. See, Valentine's Day was super special to this person. She really loved Valentine's Day and early on in their dating, she mentioned this and he said, well, I'll never ask a girl to marry me on Valentine's Day. So their great weekend was actually spent at a bed and breakfast on Valentine's Day weekend. So on Valentine's Day, as they're eating dinner, they're sitting in a very quiet, quaint little restaurant at the bed and breakfast that they were staying at. Very quiet, almost to the point where you could hear a pin drop. And he pushed back his chair. And when he did that, it made a loud noise. Well, little did she know that it was his next step to asking her to marry him. And instead, being the person that she was, she said, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so loud. And he pushed his seat back in and just looked at her. The next thing that she said was, did you get me a Valentine's Day card? <laughs> he, Kay looked at her and smiled and said, no, honey, I didn't get you a Valentine's Day card. And I said, oh, well, I know some of the people at work were mentioning that you might have a Valentine's Day card for me today. Kay said, no, no Valentine's Day card. She said, good thing, because I remember two years ago at our Valentine's Day date, that you said you would never ever ask a girl to marry you on Valentine's Day. So Kay, the next day, had to take a different approach. And on the 15th of February, he got down on one knee as she came out of the bathroom and asked her to marry him. It was the most romantic day of her life, despite all the things she could have done to totally have sabotaged it but he did not make her feel bad for one minute for that because as he poured out all of his love and said why he wanted to spend the rest of his life, being stubborn was definitely one of the traits he loved about her. Looking back at all of this now, almost 15 years later, it's hard to believe that these two kids who met so long ago have three kids and have gone through the day-to-days of life. It can be easy to, easy to forget how a love story starts, where the spark happened, where that first kiss happened, or even when you knew you were in love, but these two make it pretty easy. Love stories are made, they're not always magical, but in this love story you can see always that the magic, they both make sure to keep the magic alive within everything that they do for each other and their family. That's when you know you've found the right person.
I love that story. Love is so pretty. Love is so pretty. Not perfect. No. Not pretty. Yeah. Not perfect, but pretty. I think it's great that we share these kinds of love stories with you guys, but I thought it would be awesome for you all to share y'all's with us too, because you just never know. As you can see in these two love stories, they start kind of different, mm -hmm. you know, yep. but they end up yep. a lot the same. Yeah. And ultimately it comes down to how you keep all of that alive. Right. And for a long time. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. It made my heart happy. Me too. I hope you guys have a great Valentine's yes. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Spend it making cookies. May you feel the love. Yes, feel the love. Stay tuned to our social media because we want you to share your love stories. There's going to be some fun things mm -hmm. um, out there for you guys. Yeah, I think that's a wrap, Jen. That's a wrap. Until okay. next time.